from the Autoglass America Studios, it's the Mike Calta Show. All right. I like the music. That's L.A. Law, right? Is that L.A. Law? Law and, law and order. order. Law and order. I'm not a, I'm not a huge Law and Order fan. I watch it a little bit. Come on, man. Um, the most successful franchise television show in history. Which, is it really? by the way, yeah. is my family. Dick Wolf is I my, did, yeah, I did my know father, that. Yeah. Is my dad's first cousin. The so. other voice that you're hearing is uh, super lawyer Jack Gordon. How are you this morning? I am blessed to be here with you fellas. The Mike Calta Show, yeah. Dignitary Edition. Yeah. Yes. Tremendous. We're, we're blessed for your presence, my Thank friend. Thank you, my brother. We just got more intelligent and more vascular. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is for sure. Did you get a workout in this morning? Are, are you guys kidding me? Come on, man. It's 8.05. Remember the old Van Halen tune with, uh, with Sammy? <laughs> you, you miss a beat, you lose the rhythm. The, the schedule is just a slightly off for me a little this bit morning different, having to yeah. show up. Yeah, yeah it's, it's early for a lot of people. and it's. Yeah. I'm, I'll be honest with you. It's messing my schedule up All to where up. I work out in the morning. Yeah. And uh, you know, I work in the morning before I do anything, Mm-mm. and you can't work out before this. I mean, no gyms are open, so you know it's hard for me to get my mind right to work out later on. Yeah, it's tough. Like I, at the end of the day, I don't want to work out. I want to work out early, then start my day, and then go to sleep at night. Right. right. Any slight variation in the routine mm. can cause extending ripples and repercussions. Yeah. Thanks, Jack. Oh, I'm rippling. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks, I'm, Jack. I'm rippling because at night, about eight o'clock, I'm sitting on the couch and I'm rippling on the couch. Ooh, Wait a minute. Let telling. me give a shout out to my man Ruben with at Optimum Gym, corner of. McDill and Kennedy, 24-7. Right across from Acropolis. Yes. Yes. Is it 24-7? 24-7. Are you, still gonna, are you going to get up at 3.30 in the morning and then go work out? I have. But are There's you some hardcore to? guys training that. No, place, I right? have. I mean, I had. I used to have the uh, the keys to the prep of South right, Tampa, right, right, right. and I was in there a couple times at 3.34 because I couldn't sleep, mm-hmm. knowing very well I had to get up and do whatever. Yeah. Uh, just if I'm, not, if I'm not sleeping at 3.30, I go work out, make myself tired, get back, get a little bit of sleep, because I know when I'm just going to sit up all night long and i do that often by the mm. way i do it often unfortunately floyd money mayweather as i understand it this has been true his entire career not mm. just now yeah. in the tail end after, after after he's fought connor but a guy like you mm. deep thinker but can't necessarily sleep so at two o'clock in the morning he'll put his crew together and let's go out for a run let's go ahead and do an extra Is he workout a deep thinker deep thinker to the extent that he'd prefer not to be sleeping he okay. preferred he preferred to be counting. Yeah, because I've, I've never heard counting him say, the stacks. I never heard him say anything that was overly profound. Yeah, either him not, or either him or McGregor. It, by the way, McGregor has maybe even worse. Neither one of them has ever even ever, neither one of them has even ever said anything intelligent. Never. I don't necessarily think that deep thinking manifests itself in philosophical conclusions that would otherwise enlighten people, mm-hmm. but. If you spend time, you know, playing tic tac toe, you can think very deeply about it. Mm. If you re- required to, or if you don't necessarily possess the intellect to, well, I just, I mean, get through I, it easy. I just don't see tic tac toe being once again a very deep game for you. Chess, maybe for for you, for you. Okay, okay. I would suggest to you guys yeah. who, who pound each other's skull for a yeah. living. Tic tac toe may be more of a challenge, but you know what's but you know what that's funny. It's funny you say that. No, no, it's funny he says that. Okay, hey. because I think that's the perception of a lot of people, and I get it. That you look in a locker room and it's a bunch of boneheads in there. Okay, now that's I mean I I get it. And let me tell you something. Sure. If you want the biggest boneheads, some of them are in there. Mm-hmm. There's some boneheads in locker rooms. I think you'd be amazed sometimes at the the level of intellect 
in locker rooms sometimes because if if you think about in, in the United States of America, we think about dumb athletes, okay? The first I think the first sport comes to, to mind is football. Of course. But you know what? what the, what's what's legitimate? F- football players are the most educated athletes in the world. You have to play three years in college. What other sport do you have to play three years right. in college? Right. So football players right. are the most educated athletes in the world. I went when I went to the Jets. Uh, I was there. I was there. I was there for a few weeks, and I walked in the locker room, and everybody's playing chess, right? And I love to play chess, and I don't. I could say I don't lose that often in chess. I went there and got the brakes beat off me. Right. Those guys were deep in it, and they're like, "I'm going to use this move, and I'm going to use it." Like they had philosophies, and I'm like, "What's happening?" Well, so you I'm, have some time. You have some time on the plane, some time on the mm-hmm. on the bus. You got to keep yourself busy when you you're traveling. Not only that, yeah. your playbook is not easy to remember. Like Fair. you have to, and you have coaching staffs, mm-hmm. and you like your plays change all the time, and you got to know schemes and calls and like signals. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not going to be. But I can't a, think that's easy. It's not easy. But you think it's a fun of the fact that they're required to stay in college for the extra time. No, no. I mean, you, you I, don't get drafted out of high school to go play in the NFL. Correct. I much just, like you otherwise would in NBA. Certainly NBA, certainly baseball. Baseball, baseball absolutely. And this is not me hockey. saying that football players are smarter than hockey players or golfers, but they are the most educated. They they did they had to go through college, okay? And listen, I, I'm the kind of person where I don't know if I'm smart and if you look at other people, like if I couldn't be a lawyer, I was telling you I couldn't. I'm, you, like you said yesterday, you had to look through a thousand pages. By the fourth page, I'm asleep. <laughs> okay, I don't like. I'm going to fall asleep. I'm, I can't be a lawyer. I'm telling you, I can't. And you know what? I've had. I've actually played beside guys that were lawyers. Right. That couldn't pick up the game of football. Really? They couldn't pick up the game of football because, as you know, and everybody else knows, it's about passion. Right. If you don't love the game. You're not going to delve deep into it. But isn't that true with any endeavor? Absolutely. If if you find something that you are truly passionate about and love, then Mm -hmm. you devote yourself to it. You focus your energy, attention, and resources on becoming better at that Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. No, I mean, DJ Don Pablo right here, okay? How long have you been DJing, Don Pablo? Ooh, you age me. Um, over twenty years. Okay, over twenty years. The master. I'm gonna know. You very... started spinning when you were three. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, he, he is a young buck. Kudos. Now I, I look at him. I see what he does. I know for a fact I'll never be that good. I'm okay. I, I just I just know I'm not because that's not my passion. Okay, I like to do it. I love it. But that's I don't wake up in the morning thinking about it. Right. But that's I was like that in football. Right. I, Thinking about it, you know what I mean. So that's why you can get to a certain level. I play with guys that were, what I mean, very intelligent, very intelligent. But it'll the, the play will be kicked two hundred, and two is on the right side. And you're supposed to go away from the call, so you'll slide left. Couldn't figure it out. Guys were sliding. They right. couldn't figure it out on the field. Which way do I go? Like all the time. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Right. You're an intelligent <laughs> dude, but you have to care. Right. That's important. And it's like that with everything. I mean, I don't not like I don't care about law, but literally I can't I, I can't understand. read it. But I, you're passionate about this, about broadcasting. Yeah, I mean, yes. Okay, I, I some things some people are more natural at some things. I don't think anybody's natural at anything. But when somebody put me behind the mic uh, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. they didn't know what I had, and I don't think I had anything. But you know what was wonderful for me is I, I'm I, I'm never talking about something that I don't know about. You know, like nobody's gonna ask ask me about law or computers or I, I started talking about sports, and then this is just talking about life, and that's it. So I've never told anybody. But that's I'm smart. a re- but that's a reflection on you as well, Ian, by virtue of the fact that you're also never talking about something that you don't care about. 
True. Because you have opinions. There are things that you sure. are passionate in life about. Yes. And that's a blessing. I mean, there are yeah. people, think about this. There are people out there who are, when you talk about uh, working on an assembly line or punching a time clock, mm. they dread work. There are people who do the same with respect to living and life. Correct. Not Correct. passionate about yeah. all of the opportunities that are otherwise available to but, us. But let me say this, okay? Uh, I, I'm old. I'm 50 years old. I've been through a lot. Uh, like I've had, so, I've had, I heard somebody tell me one time, well, listen, you're in the NFL. You didn't have to work as hard as I did. And I just looked at him and I go, do you really believe that? You really truly believe that? No. Okay, does anybody else no, believe I, that? No. Okay, at okay. At the, way back in the day when all my boys were going out and having party and doing this and smoking drugs and all that kind of stuff, I was working right. and working out. Sure. Okay, I'm telling you that's what I was doing. Right. I hung out too. Don't worry about it. But when you talk about passion, and I think this lacks, uh, like our, our, our youth now, this is what la- what's what it lacks. I used to wash dishes. Mm-hmm. I used to dig holes for fences. Mm-hmm. And if you needed a hole dug... Call me, I'll do it well. That's good to know. If you need, uh, <laughs> if then you, I'm if, calling Jack and after you got a that. Yes. <laughs> only there could only be, you know, there could only be one person leading the dishwashers or before them. On Mother's Day, I'm leading them because I just I'm I take pride in think, it. Do you think that's a function of the fact? And we all talk about how millennials have this uh, sense of entitlement. You know that, that that offends those of us who are otherwise Gen Xers, or I suppose even uh, is that debatable? Baby boomers. I think it is. Here's why. In all fairness, as you're speaking, I'm thinking to myself, you know, I heard the same stuff from guys who were 50. Correct. When I was 20. Yeah. Who essentially had the same opinions about my generation mm-hmm. coming up. But, uh, you do, but do you agree this? And I agree whole and I heard it too. We were softer than them. They were harder than us. The generation yes, prior to yes. us. Yes. Every generation, prior right, to. it gets softer. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Agreed. What's going to happen next generation? Because this generation, this is probably two, two generations removed from me, mm-hmm. okay? So what's going to happen when these 20-year-old kids have kids, have kids mm-hmm. and they're telling them they're soft? What's going to happen then? Wow. Like, literally, the, those kids are going to be doing <laughs> it's, it's less be than nothing. <laughs> One big flamboyant world. No, seriously. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, please. You can't, you can't offend somebody. Yeah, don't look at me like that. Don't, I'm feeling like, offended. You're going to hurt his feelings. Right. Yeah. What about the kid? Right, because yeah. they're giving out trophies right now to all the kids, regardless of whether or not they participate. Uh, I can't stand regardless. it. Regardless. No, and listen, I said this one time, and I said, listen, this these kids need trophies or they're going to be affected. And somebody said, well, you're, you're exaggerating. Ironically, I was at the prep of South Tampa, uh, and my guy comes to me, he goes, I heard you on the air. He goes, I go, well, what, what happened? He goes, yesterday, for the first time, we decided not to give the league Everybody trophies. Nice. Okay. Good we move. decided that it's it's enough. Sure. He goes. There was numerous kids crying. Oh well. Oh, boy. There was suck it up. Numerous parents saying they'll never bring their kids back. Thank you. That's the problem. Okay. Okay. The kids. Cry- okay. If somebody came home and said your kid was crying because they didn't get a trophy, first of all, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Second, <laughs> it's not it's not gonna happen. Like my kids are gonna cry for a reason. Right. Okay? Right. Okay, or that's give that, a like yeah. I, we t- early early off. I was like, "What are you crying for?" Well, I'm like, like "Well, let's, if you're crying, you ever if you hurt yourself, right. what right. something's happening in your family?" Okay, but we're not just gonna cry just to cry. Let's get that established <laughs> right now. Okay, so if you don't get a trophy, you're not allowed to cry. Okay, I don't want my I don't want my kids to cry because they didn't get a trophy. Sure. For the a parent came up and said, "This is ludicrous. I'm never bringing my kid back because you didn't give my terrible kid." <laughs> And the kid's terrible. Right. A trophy. Okay. You know, right. I played. I, okay, I played 
baseball, basketball. I did water polo. I did track. I played rug, like every sport, okay? I have three trophies. Right, right. One MVP trophy, another all-star trophy, and a best lineman trophy. That's it. Sure. My kids have just truckloads. When we moved, our kids, each one of my kids left 50 trophies. Big boxes. They all look exactly the same. Sure, those little ones. It's a little one that look <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, yeah. But when you get a trophy, it's like, eh. But I, well, those trophies were dear to me. Sure. Right. I shined them. I put Met them in something. my room. It all was right. great. But well, I was going to say they weren't be- as common. Well, that because, exactly. because you felt that you had earned them. No, I, no, no, no. I didn't feel anything. You know you earned I them. I did earn it. Right. You knew you earned you, it. I was selected. Right. Okay? Right. Like, every year I won, I won that trophy. If I didn't win the trophy, well, damn it, next year I want that damn trophy. Sure. Okay. It meant something. Now it's like, I'm going to get a trophy anyways. Right. Why do I have I'm to put it I'm going to get a trophy anyways. I'm right. going to get a nice shiny trophy. Nope. I'm going to come home. I'm going to show everybody my trophy, then put it in the closet. I would have loved to heard, uh, hear from that parent who got in your grill and was like, I'm never bringing my kid back here. But like, okay, why? What's your reason? Well, you know what? And you can't say because I didn't give your child a trophy. What does it make what the reasoning is? Because oh, they're the problem. You well, need, they are the, the problem. you got to get to the root of the problem. But it doesn't matter what the reasoning is. They have that philosophy and mentality, and it's already been... Passed down. Passed down to the so kid. So I would have told the parent, you're soft, and your kid is soft, too. And then you know what? Moving. You'll get <laughs> fired. Unless you, you own the place, you'll get fired. Cool. Great. It's my you, camp. It's my you, camp, right? Do you blame it entirely in the parent? Do you no, think that's absolutely where it comes not. from? It comes from the school. It comes from their friends. Yeah, it comes I, from what they Speaking see, of schools, from, now in school, when I when I went to school, you didn't graduate from kindergarten, fifth grade, oh, you eighth grade. from everything. Now you graduate from, from everything. everything. Right, come on. Meaning there's a ceremony. Yes. No, there is. They give them little buttons and a, and a certificate. Mm-hmm. And congratulations, you passed nursery school. Oh, great. Well, well, once again, <laughs> what did th- I do? Yeah, this wasn't my camp, okay? For my camp, I gave away awards to my camp, okay? I gave but did away everybody t- get one or just the I, best I, of the two best? awards. Cool. I gave a hustle award. Great. And I gave a leadership award. Out of okay. how many kids? You could have done a most. 30 kids. You could have nice. done the most improved. You could have. Like same the kid thing. that started. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's, not, it's not who's the best. No, no. It's not about who's the best. It's the hustle, about, who's trying About who's grinding, who's, who's grinding, right. right. who, who has the right attitude. Right. Like, we had a couple kids that were good athletes. You know, when I'm saying good, I mean relative to South Tampa. Okay. Because well, that's relative. That's the category. Because I coached in South Tampa, and we went to Nuccio Park. Those athletes were better. Okay. Trust me. Sure. Coaching's overrated. Trust me on that one. <laughs> so we had some kids that were more, you know, talented, but they were also the ones when it was starting to get hot, they're like, I don't care who wins. I don't want to play it. And I'm like, okay. Because when it gets down to the nitty gritty, yeah, man. you're getting punched in the face. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the reality of it. And when I talk to kids, and I, I talk to third, uh, uh, grade three kids, and I talk to uh, graduating classes, it's the same thing. You get out of life what you put into it. Right. And it's about how, how passionate you are. Right. And it's about how you're working when nobody's watching. Sure. That's important. In the Think about what you've put in through the years, Jack. Right, but isn't that people interesting? people aren't watching. The, the, the harder I work, the luckier I get. It's amazing, it's, it's isn't it? It's amazing how that works out. Yeah, yeah, Great it's concept. It's amazing. And it's like the pendulum. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you, if you're putting in a little bit, you get a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay? So way back when, when like I said, my, my friends were partying and doing all kinds, and I, I, I still got it in. But I was always more tired than everybody because I was just working harder than everybody. Sure. Okay? And- it, it did it work out? Sure. Absolutely. I had other friends that were just re- more talented than me that just didn't have the drive. And you know what? You go back home and they haven't moved. Right. They're still where Same they were. Place, right. They're still happy. Right. I just don't want to be that, happy. Right. I don't want to be happy. I think it's hard to find an endeavor where success is not 
a function of the effort placed into the endeavor. I mean, you think well, about it. The, 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 but some some kids are entitled because their parents paved the way for them, and now they don't have to work well, as let's hard. Talk about, let's talk about just the weight room because there's something, you know, 60 pounds is 60 pounds mm -hmm. unless you're, you're working out in the moon, I suppose, right? The harder you work in terms of lifting weights, you know, you're dedicated to it, you get stronger. Sure. Correct. You get bigger. Absolutely. Correct. It's almost guaranteed. Yes. Guaranteed. Gar it's no, it, it is guaranteed. It is guaranteed. It is guaranteed. Yeah. And again, I'd imagine that there are certain endeavors that aren't as immediately gratifying as that. But name one. If you put it in, it's going to happen. Well, that's my point. Yeah, it's, it's going to happen. Whether it's school, whether it's a, a friendship, a romantic relationship, any type of job or, Correct. or, or, or future endeavor, think about it. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, like I said, I, I, I was different than everybody else uh, to where I know I didn't have, okay? And... I worked my butt off to make enough money to get a gym membership, mm -hmm. and I used to get on the bus, and, and once again, I'm not trying to do old, old folk stories, but it's going to sound like it an old folk like story. It, but it does. It is, it is but it is. 22 miles. I'm okay. It is, though, okay? <laughs> I had to work to get a gym membership. Then I had to get my big ass on a bus right. and take two different buses to the gym sure. there and back. Okay, so but didn't you hear that same kind of thing when you were fifteen? Right. I mean, from the your guys parents. that were 35, 40, 45, weren't they looking at you as soft? Weren't they suggesting to you that they had it tougher than you did, and that they mm. were more dedicated and worked harder than you did? Because yeah. you were so privileged. Well, <laughs> well, the thing is, uh, I, I my parents never really did that. They didn't. They just acted like my parents didn't say I did, I did, because they were just laborers. They just worked hard, and that's all I saw. So all I saw was hard work, and it it wasn't about you know them bragging how hard they work. It was me. It was about me always wanting to work hard to not disappoint them. And I feel like you do. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I truly believe that generationally, we now have the wussification of America. That's a fact. Th th there is this sense of entitlement for sure. Talks about with respect to the the millennials, but I remember very clearly hearing that same thing from the generation immediately before me. So to some mm -hmm. extent, I feel like we are obligated to take a closer look. Because you say, I don't want to sound like the old guy, but, but it's going to sound like that. But, but you am. are, right. I am. So, so is it, my question is, is your perception a function of the, the, there is a reality about a greater sense of entitlement now than there was when we were growing up in comparison to the generation there prior there too? Or is it a function of the fact that as we age, we just perceive things differently? We retrospectively look at what we went through and say, boy, that was tough. Well, that was harder than, than it is now. I think it's all the same. I just think the world is different now. The, oh, the, totally different. The, the world is different. The world's I think, making it easier for kids that's, now. But, they have it a lot easier. Well, we had it easier than easier our parents. Easier how? By virtue of technology? Technology. Yes. Definitely. Yeah, they don't definitely. Have, they, don't, they don't know a world without the Do you remember the when you had to do a report for class? You had yeah. to actually go to the library yes. and get encyclopedias. Yeah, you had to look up books. And look things right. up. Imagine what it's like now for a kid who gets an assignment and you have to go do research. <laughs> it is at the fing it is at your fingertips. Why do you say go do research? You don't even have to. I you can do right. research right now. You can right. find the on your laptop in right. your bed. In right your now. Sitting on the commode. Right. So let me ask you this. But as a result of that, is it that much more is it harder now to excel? 
Yes. Yes. I yes. would say yeah. because, by, by virtue of all these technological yes. advances that have been made, it's easier for the kid who maybe isn't working so hard mm -hmm. to have access to a significant amount of information to draft a better paper or to otherwise do the assignment. Is it a, easier to cheat though as well? Yes. Well, it's hundred percent. Well, I think I think they're getting to the bottom of that. Okay, they have a mm -hmm. lot of technology that will sniff out cheaters. Okay, because the same people are making money, or the same people are making technology to find people plagiarizing. Okay, so they're not going to make it that easy. Okay, that's for sure. But there are. But listen, outlets. how smart, how hard is it to look? Like I'm the kind of person that if you show me somebody's report and I read it, you know whether they've read I it. Can, I'll write it. Like I, now I understand it. You know what I mean? I don't know, but consider this: at a time when there was no internet, where you couldn't simply enter a phrase into a search engine. Right. I mean, if you're in a library, and I would, you know, take the train down to Boston Public Library. Mm -hmm. Get out there, Copley, and do the big, huge library, you know, millions of books. Mm -hmm. If I find some passage and I copy that passage word for word, mm. who's ever going to know? No. Now, well, for example, if you lift something from some article, yeah, they could do teacher that punches easily. it into they a can search do that engine, now, exactly. and it comes up, yeah. you stole this. Yeah, I used to steal a lot. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. I used to go get an encyclopedia and just, and just copy. Just, and my teacher is probably like, oh, God. Like, they didn't. <laughs> They I've didn't hurt Ian talk like this. They didn't expel me. Right. Or didn't get me in trouble. They just gave me D's or right. C's or whatever. Yeah. Like you didn't write that, dude. Right. You know what? You know when I when I was in high school, like I'm just gonna tell you, I wasn't a great student. Okay. And I was, I I, I used my intelligence and street smarts to try to get by. Right. Sure. Without working. Right. Not, I, but I was still working hard to not work hard. Does that make sense? I yes. Guess. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> I have, I have it's a, like these thieves. Yeah. They put the crews. They put together. They work. They spend tens of thousands yes. of dollars hiring yes. the best experts to break into the safe, and yeah. they have run-throughs. And you think about it. Well, That's heck, me. Man, just just a lot of work. Just work. <laughs> just work. Well, it sounds it makes sense now. But you know, back in the day when my when during my computer class, like our computers used to be, you know, those boxy ones that used to play Space Invaders yes. on, like really old school. You know, yeah. nothing like like this. the old TV is not the flat screen. Exactly, the big box. So we used to be in class. And while class is going on and my teacher's teaching, I'm playing Space Invaders, and I was really good at it. <laughs> I was really good at Space you Invaders, but I wasn't. I, I presume on mute. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. On mute, and then my teacher would come around when she's looking to see who's working, and I would darken the screen and, nice. and pause the game. Nice. And then I would just look over here and I'd like act like I'm writing, you know. <laughs> and the teacher would look at me and he would laugh. He knew. And then he put the screen back up and be my space invaders. He goes, how you doing? And I go, about to break my record. And then he so but he wouldn't say anything, right? Yeah. So then, now, at the end of the year, we have to uh, write a big project for computers. Okay. And, you know, all year I'm getting Ds and all that kind of stuff. So I, I say to this little nerdy kid, I said, yo, uh, Jeff, come here. Let me talk to you. I said, let me holler at you, man. I go, hey, this, uh, what? I said, Ian. hey, man, you know we're good, right? We're good friends, right? No. And he goes, and I go, you see this little project? And I go, why don't you do that for me? He goes, oh, man, it's going to take me. I go, you can do it, right? We're good. I give him a little slap on the butt. Ian. He can do it. Come so on, Jeff did it for me. He did it for me, all right? So You're it was bullied. probably, I want to say it was you about- You strong-armed a kid into yep. doing yep. an assignment for you? I didn't, I didn't hurt yes, him. Yes, well, I didn't hurt him. yeah. What him that's the, the whole nature. What do you mean you didn't hurt did him? That's like the whole nature of extortion. Like a, like a gentleman, like, hey, man. I, did, I extorted him like a gentleman. You deboed him as the generation. Right. Right. No, it's, it's, it's the subtle threat that you yeah, never even yeah. have to express. You're talking to a it's lawyer, It's what the dude. recipient yeah. perceives. You guys ever watch The Sopranos? Yes. If somebody does good, 
then they're they're, they're we okay. I got I, I got my eyes on. If yeah. you mess around, you mess with Jeff. You got to mess with me. Right, right. That's part of that's it. Right? What, that's where he got out of it. Exactly. No, was yeah. he, was but he, I had his back. Was he no. getting picked on a lot? Had was you that come what it was? to me in friendship? friendship. Yeah. Had you come to me in friendship, <laughs> this scum who ruins your daughter would that's be it. suffering this very day. Exactly. And if a man such as yourself should make enemies, yeah, they would become my enemies, and then. They would fear you. There you <laughs> go. Mm-hmm. Okay. But life is like that. I get, I get that. Jeff does this pro- program for me. I walk up to my teacher. He goes, e-, my teacher says, Ian, let me get your uh, program. I walk up and I give it to him. It's an inch thick of like computer paper, you mm-hmm. know? All like, you know, they, they right. kind of pick them up and they, yeah. they, all, they, they link together. Yeah. So he looks at me and I go, and I, and I smile and he looks at me and he smiles back and he goes, he opens it and he looks at the first line. He goes, what does that mean? Oh. And I go, what? Got he goes, him. the first line. <laughs> and, and, you know you, and you know what you should have said? Uh, one moment, sir. <laughs> Jeff! Jeff! <laughs> I, what does this mean? I go, well, you know, that's like the intro part. <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes, <laughs> and he rips it and he throws it in the garbage. Nice. I got a D minus, I yeah, think. Yeah. But, it was like a, but it was a high D minus, though. Okay, well, congrats you know, on that. But I'm here. You're here. You're here. Yeah. I'm here. You've Started it, from it. the bottom. Not an obstacle. Now, Hasn't held now you back. we have full four lines, and that's good. But we're going to take a break real yeah. quick. We have super lawyer Jack Gordon in the house. I got my boy Steve Everett calling a little bit later. He lives over there in Big Pine in uh, Key West. I want to hear what's going on over there. And uh, we got a lot of other things going on. Now, we're going to come back. Get to your phone lines. Don't go anywhere. Yeah. Ian Beckles filling in for the great Mike Calton. I have a wonderful bunch of people here, all very educated, some vascular, some good looking, some not so great looking. I'm not going to tell you who. Monica looks good. The rest of y'all just ratty looking dudes. It's all good, though. But we're going to keep it uh, testosterone filled, and Monica's going to even things out. Ian Beckles filling in for Mike Calta, and we'll be back on the other end with your phone calls. Don't go anywhere. 1025 The Bone, Real Raw Radio. The Mike Calter Show on 1025 The Bone.